slack guy. Hello and welcome to another episode of what's being called the most informative podcast in the in in the world world. The Sly Guy Podcast with me, Dave Elliott. Welcome one, welcome all. Everyone's welcome here, minus Walls. Very anti-Trump there, didn't mean that. You know I'm a big MAGA guy, so I'm sorry, Donald, if you're listening to the podcast. Welcome, buckle in. Oh, here we are. First and foremost, if you're watching this um, via video on YouTube, which, by the way, subscribe to the channel, first and foremost. There is a video podcast. I have a man in here. You know him as the Snake Rap Ben. He's filming this for YouTube and also his personal collection. Don't know what happens with that, but he's doing it. And the video's always there every week. So if you're watching it, you're looking at it, you're going, hmm, there's something a little bit different this week. Two things different. First thing different... I'm wearing a woolen hat, which is not me. I'm not a hat guy. I normally just let my flowing locks, what order left of them, just flow in the wind, just bristle and brussel. I'm like the fourth BG, even though there was a fourth BG, but him, like two of the other BGs, dead. So I'm still here, but I'm covering my bonds because COVID has fucked me. Now, there are people out there who've been through a lot with COVID. Let's be, let's be straight. Let's be fair. Let's be honest. There are people who have been through the mill, they've lost, you know, family, they have lost freedoms, and they've lost plenty of other things, but I look shit. Now, what's more important? Your family are looking good. I know immediately what's more important, looking good. If someone said to me, your mum or dad, or a sweet bit of style, bye-bye, mummy, bye-bye, daddy. So I'm wearing a stupid hat. What colour would you say it is? Like, burgundy? Burgundy? fuck's burgundy I'm wearing this burgundy hat because it's the first hat I could put my hand to on the way out I was going to wear a baseball cap but then my wife was like mix it up wear something different and I took one of her scarves and she said no so then I'm stuck with this I'm fed up I need lockdown to to, to lift so my personal stylist can get his hands on my head on my shoulders and cut and style and make me look beautiful again you know, that's what I cannot wait to have. Now, I did use the phrase personal stylist there. Some people might be like, do you not mean your barber? No, it's more than that. I always say to people, um, if you can find a connection with your barber and make them more than just a barber, do that. And that's what I've done with my barber, hairstylist, personal stylist, lifestyle guru, life partner, and friend Mikey. And Mikey, if you're listening to this, I need you soon. It's a disaster, and I think the next cut may be the last. Nope, that that sounds very ominous. Ben's looked at me there like, what? Like, you'll never have... I meant the last that's going to be cut into any attempted shape, because I feel like my hair, in many respects now, is like... Suppose it's like the guy who made Wallace and Gromit having to make Wallace and Gromit with no plasticine. You know, I feel like he's trying to make a shape, trying to make a style, but let's be fair, there's not a wild lot there. So I think within the next couple of cuts, I'll probably be getting the one all over, which, by the way, I'll probably look sexy anyway. You know, I'm a sexy bear guy, and a lot of people like what I'm about, so hopefully, you know, whenever I produce this bear head, it'll just be more sexiness coming through. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling sexy. I'm too warm. I'm too warm in a stupid hat. I'm too warm in a stupid studio. Ben sitting over there in his monks, nothing else on, just his boxers. And he's got definitely a slight hint of a semi McElroy, but that's just because I know he's been drinking coffee and he's ready to whoa, produce this podcast. There we are. Ben, are you ready? Yeah. Are you pumped up? Are you enjoy you, what sort of boxers are they you're wearing? They're very they're very tight and shiny. Are they waterproof? Absolutely. Like swimming shorts? Absolutely great. Speedo or, or non brand? Speedo, Speedo, see, listen, this I'm paying him too much. Ben, <laughs> consider yourself demoted. <laughs> if you next week, I want you to be here wearing Duns, and I want you to say, "Oh, it's Duns store only at St Bernard Davis." Swear, and I go, "That's okay, that's more like it." But I'm here, and and I'm feeling all right now. If if you're a regular listener, did you just again? It's it's fine to be a regular listener. It I appreciate the people who listen to this podcast every week for free. I do appreciate it. It means a lot to me. But do I love you as much as my patrons? No, I absolutely don't. My patrons are the people, my Patreons, the ones who are here, my rider dies, the squad. Now, if you were listening to the Patreon podcast this week, you would know 
I went through a pretty serious operation in the last week. Uh, as I said on Patreon, I had um, I, I transitioned effectively from having a full penis to having no pain. No, I transitioned from having a full head of teeth to having one less tooth. I had to have a tooth extracted. And I know last week in the podcast I talked about going to a hygienist and said it was the worst experience of my life. You know, it, it's very tight. It's very tight to say what was worth. Worth? <laughs> I can't speak since I've been to the dentist. It's very hard to know what was worse. Having the hygienist just take a real sharp, like, nail thing and just scratch away at my teeth and my gums or have the dentist pull my tooth clean out of my head. And the thing about it was, was... My tooth was actually broken prior to being pulled out. So, like, the, the top layer of the tooth had just got... So, I just had roots, basically, in my mouth. Now... Because that's not the first time I had roots in my mouth. But, I mean, I was very low-hanging fruit there. Sorry, I sometimes I just can't help myself. So, at these roots in my mouth, you just pull them out. And I'm going to say this here. I think, like, in Africa, rhinoceroses have been killed for less. You know, I think they've been killed for less because these fuckers were tusks. They must have pulled this from, like, my neck. I must have been, like, some sort of saber-tooth guy. And they just pulled these, and it took too long, and it was too sore. And then I was in a lot of pain. Had to come home from the dentist, take my wee pills, my wee painkillers, my Viagras, and my uh, antidepressants. Isn't that the ones that stop you from getting? Yeah, I'm antibiotics, only joking, I know. So I took those, went for a rest, okay. And then as time went by, got a little bit sore. I looked in the mirror, as you do, like open my mouth to be like, is everything okay up there? And then I realised I'm not a gecko. I can't, my eyes don't go like that. So I couldn't see into the hole to see if um, there was any infection or anything. But when all I could see when I took photos, there was a wee bit of like yellowy sort of white. So I was like, oh no, is this like an infection? You know, if I pull this out, is there going to be a dry socket in my mouth? Am I going to end up in pain even more because I don't mean to be dramatic but when I went to the tooth extracted the dentist said to me she went listen Dave you could leave those roots in your mouth and risk heart trouble or risk brain infection and I said listen my brain's infected enough I don't need it to be any more defunct than it already is so just take the teeth out and I and she said all right I'll do that that's fine so at the time I thought you know I didn't need it but I needed it. So I did that. It's fine. I'm grand. Tooth's out. A lot of pain. As time went by, I sort of felt like I thought this was an infection. And then I felt a wee bit too hard to be an infection. Like, Is that a bit of bone? And it was, and I thought, you know what? I, I could pull this out myself, but I don't want to pull the, the blood clot and ruin the healing. So I, I rang a dentist and said, look, you need to get a big man in as an emergency. There's a problem here. There is a bone coming out of my mouth where there shouldn't have been. Should have pulled all those bones out of my mouth all gone so that's fine says come on in let me have a look um before then obviously i've been on google i can see on google that that's a thing sometimes when you have again not just a regular extraction a traumatic extraction and that's what that was a traumatic extraction and sometimes a little bit of like fragment that remains slips out because your body just goes nish nish i don't want that anymore pops it out so that's kind of what it was but it was stuck in the gum so went in um and lay back and the, the dentist was looking at me and it was weird because she said to me, she went, Dave, can I speak to you a minute? And I went, yes, you can. Which is quite a weird thing to say whenever, you know, you have basically me at your mercy. I'm lying there naked on this chair, like ready to get the, the oral work done. And she's like, can I talk to you? And I went, yes. I said, what can I do for you? And she went, this isn't an infection. This, this is literally a bit of bone. And I said, oh, is that because of what had happened, like there was a remain, a shard, you left them out, you, you left a shard in my mouth. Like that's kind of like if someone was doing like a heart operation and just left a pair of scissors in someone's aorta. That's how severe it was. I said, did, did you just did you just leave a bit of fucking tooth in my mouth? And she went, no, Dave, you are a specimen like I've never seen before. I went, what do you mean? And she goes, have you ever seen the movie The X-Men? I went, oh, is that the boy, those trans guys? No, no, not that one. It's X-Men. I went, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And I said, what about it? And she goes, have you ever heard of the character Wolverine? And I went, yeah, I've heard about Wolverine. She goes, this isn't a fragment of bone that I've left in your mouth. You have regenerated a tooth, and your tooth is growing back as a milk tooth. And I said, 
Whoa, and she went, yes, you are. And you are almost a deity. You are like a goddess. I went, no, don't be And she went, yes, seriously. And I said, should you leave the milk tooth in? She went, no, just pull it out. So she pulled the milk tooth out. That's fine. But she looked at me and said, I've never seen a gum, a tooth, a mouth, a body regenerate quicker. Like she said, the hole in my mouth, which should be, because I got it done last, last Thursday. So it should have been like four days ago or whatever. It should have been four day old healing process. You know how, how many, what she said, how what the healing process was? She looked at four weeks. So what she's saying is my body is so much more, I guess, evolved and advanced that I have to now go to Queen's University and be tested as being some kind of mutant guy. So there you have it. Now, if you're a real long-term fan of the podcast, like I'm talking back to the days that this wasn't the Sly Guy podcast, it was Dave Elliott's weird podcast, you'll know whenever I went to um, Specsavers to settle an argument. Now, that's a weird reason to go to Specsavers, but I went to Specsavers to settle an argument because I was getting headaches and my wife, um, I, I was going to say my wife at the time still, to this day, my wife, but at the time she said to me, you know, I think you're having headaches because... You know, your eyesight's bad. And I said, I think you're a twat. And I said, listen, to settle an argument, I'll go and have my eyes tested. So I went, had my eyes tested. And you know what the person specs ever said to me, Ben? He said, Dave. I went, yes. I went, have you ever seen the movie X-Men? I went, now you mention it, yes. And you go, have you ever seen that guy that has like one eye? This, and I said, yes, the Cyclops dude. And she's like, yeah. He has this like special vision that is like unbelievable. And she was like, you have vision like that. And I was like, this guy's got one eye, I've got two. And she's like, exactly, twice the power of this one eye guy. And and I said, like, to be fair, his is totally edited. It's sort of, it's built in technology into that, that visor. So that, that can't be what I have. And she went, Dave. And I went, yes. And she went, can I ask you an honest question? And I said, you may. And she went, do you think, do you think there's a possibility that maybe when you've been asleep, Turkish people, because apparently this is where the black market is, where the, the Turkish people do this. They sneak in, they steal your kidneys, steal your livers, whatever. Apparently, and again, if people are like, oh my God, what's he saying about Turkish people? It was the woman in Spex, ever said this. I'm just repeating verbatim the story. So she said... Turkish people might have come into your room and switched your eyes with hawks. And I went, full hawks? And she went, no idiot, hawks eyes, because that's how good your eyes are. And I was just like, whoa. So then after that, I was sent. Can you guess where I was sent? No, Jordanstown, hence why I didn't actually get anything proper done to myself. But yeah, basically, long story short, it was an eventful week. I've been through traumatic surgery, and to be fair, I've come out of it better than ever so what I think I think I've actually come out of um, this surgery better than Trump came out of COVID and didn't he beat COVID after like two days you know and I mean this is why now unfortunately with hindsight we've missed a cracker you know Trump lost the election that's gone you know the US election was there it's over I sort of feel like there's going to be a void in the world a wee bit here Ben because that's all people were talking about for whatever seemed like the last maybe two three months just election 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 and i don't want to hear people talking about elections unless you're chinese all right and then my ears will perk up but i feel like it was just on and on and on and you know what you know who i've got a message for now ben after the election following that result i've got a message for iran iraq and syria and you know what that message is ben rat-a-tat-tat because that's right Biden's in charge so he's coming for you Team America is back they're heading the foreign policy he's going back to the Middle East and you can be ready for it Ben can you hear that can you hear that no of course you fucking can't because that's the sound of a drone coming to obliterate families in the Middle East rat-a-tat-tat Biden is in Trump is out the world's rejoicing because global murder will be back mark my words now bear in mind last week I did say I bet Trump will win the election and he lost don't be betting on it like if you're going on to Paddy Power and you're typing in rat-a-tat-tat in the Middle East I don't know if I'll give you odds on it but I'm saying 
put put a wee special down, put a wee put a wee one, you know, go to the back window and be like, here, put a wee get stick a fiver and rat a tat tat in the Middle East, bam bam Biden, all right, go for that, you'll be flying. But um, that's what's happening, and it's and it's weird. It feels like you know, anytime something big happens, it just sort of sort of lulls off. And I I mean, I need to be careful here because it could divide the audience, but a lot of people are after Trump and I kind of feel like it's a bit sad. He's an old guy, he's lost his job, you know, should he ever have been president in the first place? Nah, you know, I don't think, you know, that a mental, egomaniacal, narcissistic, deranged, deceitful lunatic should ever be in the presidency, but hey, he is, and that's my opinion. I think he's a, he's a crazy guy. As a president, is it a good thing? No. But when you're looking at it from the eyes of a comedian, great. You know, he is, you know, a word that I don't think is thrown around enough in relation to Donald Trump, classic. You know, I'd say the guy is classic. Now, if you live in America and you may potentially have, you know, a a different pigmentation, maybe he's not ideal, you know, maybe. But, you know, he actually, he got higher in the opinion polls for black people and for Hispanics than Biden did. So, you know, I don't know why. Maybe they're just, maybe he's got the powers of, I don't know, like magic. But, you know, that was something. But I always say, you know, as a, this is my motto. I'm sure you've heard me say this before, Ben. Obviously, you've been on a lot of podcasts with me. You've heard me speak. You've heard me talk. You've heard me say some things. And one of those things, I think, is that if you have a WrestleMania moment, you shouldn't be a president of a country. And Donald Trump has had a WrestleMania moment. And I'm just going to say, like, who's going to be next? Snoop Dogg? You know, possibly. These guys. Like, I, the motto should be, if you're stunned by Steve Austin, you shouldn't be running the country. Because if you get put down by a Stone Cold Stunner, your brain's scrambled. You can't think, right? Trump used to, like, did you notice that Trump used to go to the Central African Republic once a year to do anti-AIDS workshops. Not just work, workshops to help the kids. Every every single year, without fail, he would bring loads of money, he would bring loads of wet wipes because that helps to cure that disease. And he would just sit with the kids and he would just be like, guys, come and learn about AIDS. Come and sit in Uncle Donald's lap, learn about AIDS. You know, this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to help you. And he's like, I don't care if my skin's orange. And your skin is not. I love you. And then you're probably wondering why he's going, I love you. Because there's a lot of mute people. Because when you get AIDS, you lose the ability to hear as well. And that's part of, of what Trump was teaching. So he came and he did that. Then he ended up at WrestleMania. Steve Austin hit him with a stunner. And he's building up walls to keep people out. Fuck off. Fuck off. You know, that's that's what I'm saying. He's been hit with a stunner. His mind's gone. So I think maybe what we need to do is maybe... Maybe be a bit more like Jesus ourselves and just open up to forgiveness. And I think if Trump will apologise, I think, you know, forgive him. You know, I think that's fair. And I think maybe a lot of people out there have been, you know, very anti-Trump. And, I mean, if you take everything away from him, he's just a pensioner. You know, he's just a pensioner who's, you know, in way too deep. You know, he's like a pensioner. <laughs> he's like a pensioner in a swimming pool. You know, he shouldn't be in there. Because any pensioners going to the swimming pool, you know what happens, Ben? They don't come out. They're gone. But it's just, I mean, all that aside, I just think I've got a wee bit annoyed with how people online have been reacting to the, the like, the election people from here, you know, putting stuff up like Biden. Like, they don't even know the first fuck about American politics. And they're like, this guy Joe Biden. And again... Don't know why I'm just all into K-pop people on Instagram. They're like, mm, Biden, you know, and it's like, it's weird that they love him. People don't have any interest in politics. People love him, Biden, yet when our elections come, we'll straight away vote one, two, three, boom, DUP or Sinn Féin. You know what I mean? They're all like so open and woke and be like, Biden, he's so woke. The guy, have you seen the clips of him sniffing people? Like, that is weird. You know, Trump, yes, will say vulgar things. There was this video of Biden just sniffing, like sniffing kids. Like what? How? What was he doing? Like what is he at? Did you did you see that? I've seen someone. And like, like what? Say it again. You've seen. 
some of them, them, which means it hasn't just happened once. It's not an isolated thing. This dude loves sniffing, and it's not like he's just going. (laughs) It's not like he's just going. You know, he's not. He's not just going. That's pretty sweet perfume. Going on. He's going like. Oh, like like he's just sniffing an absolute grade A. <laughs> he's just sniffing a grade A medal winning guff under the covers. Oh, you know, he's loving it. And, it's cr- and then he just grabs him like under like under the boob. Like he almost just, you know, he almost does a wee keepy uppy with the ditty. And, and then he's just sniffing him. And that in itself is creepy. You know, we've got rid of one creepy old dude and you're getting another creepy old dude. Except this guy is creepy and older, you know, now, to be fair, let me just point out before I get into this rant here, probably the wiser choice because Trump, mental guy, but also this guy's a creep pervert as well, and he's, what, 77 now, which means by the end of his, like, next term, he'll be 81, and if he gets a second term, 85, I'm sorry, but there should not be an 85-year-old making the decisions of the, of the for the whole world. You know, to have their finger on the nuclear button, you should not be 85 years old. I can just see him the, near the end of his second term, just walking around the White House lawn, <laughs> his dressing gown on, wide open, his big long dick and balls hanging out. God bless America! Woo! And they're like, please, President Biden, please get in. Just his really long balls. He's like, oh, where did these come from, these long balls? Like, it's weird. Like, his balls will have no collagen in them. You know, there'll be no bounce in his balls. They'll just be long. They'll look like like bits of vegan bacon stuck onto bits of vegan bacon just dropped down. And I'll tell you what, it doesn't look good, vegan bacon, and it doesn't taste good. And I mean, I've always said, if you're going to have a world leader, you got to make sure their dick tastes good. But that's not going to happen. But hey, listen, there is a woman ready to jump in when Joe Biden inevitably dies. Because he's an old guy. That's going to happen. And I think we have a better chance for her. But anyway, what I'm saying is when the elections come in Northern Ireland, get out and vote for a change too. You know, see, mix things up here. But you know what? All these people, Biden, won't do it. They'll not. They'll be the same old BS and we'll be stuck here. And that's that. That was an awful long rant. I feel like I really got into into things there, and that's my views on the election, guys. And did, did I vote? No, obviously, because I don't live in fucking America. So all these people telling people to vote who live in fucking Glen Gormley, why is it bad? Get out and vote for Biden. Why can you do that? Like, there are postal votes, and there are postal vote fraud, apparently, according to Trumpy. But, you know, that's it. But anyway, did I, did I talk about Patreon already, Ben? No, guys, listen, I said I love the patrons more, and I do, sorry, I'm having a wee drink of water, because I talk too long without my mouth actually working there, and and because of this tooth out, it's just healing quicker than ever, so I've just I've grown a tooth, so my mouth's a little bit dry, I'm sorry. Mm. So, Patreon, Ben, what do they get if you subscribe to Patreon for $5 a month? Again, why is it an American money? Because I voted Biden! I mean, this is Biden here. This is why you vote Biden. He does this. He does that. And then he goes, yeah, you know, he's a creep. I mean, what I would love, well, you know what's going to happen? He will go and he'll be doing like, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe my head. He'll be going <laughs> and he'll be doing speeches and him and Kamala will be sharing a hotel room and she'll go to like into the shower and he will just be over with her clothes. Just, yeah. <sighs> And it'll just be the creep. And she'll come out and catch him doing it with his fucking veneers and all. Ugh! She'll just be like, I can't. and that's what'll kill him. She will get the Secret Service in, they'll inject him. Putin will be bam, it'll be shoe in the other foot, rat a tat tat, and she'll be the president. And I'm for that because I'm a feminist. Ben, sorry, the Patreon, $5. What do you get for that $5? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, are you alright over there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get more of this. That's what you get. You get a bonus podcast. You get an extra sly podcast. You get it once a week on a Monday because some people went up in arms when this podcast moved to Thursday. Don't know why, but they were like, I want a Monday podcast. And I said, you want it? You can get it. Monday on Patreon, I have the extra sly podcast. More of the same. Video and audio. And as well as this, you get this podcast a day early. So you... Beautiful patrons will get to listen to this slanderous content a full 24 hours earlier than anybody else. That's what you get. And Ben is over there 
working how to get out of his contract. But then, whenever until that happens, we're going to make some more bonus content. Um, I've said before, I don't know if I said it on this or on the Patreon, we're going to do the Champions League weird one more time. It was a segment of my old podcast that it did, and a lot of people liked it. I've got it ready to go. We're going to record that in here someday. We're just maybe go, we'll just do the full thing from start to finish and put it out like round by round. And it'll be a great time. So that'll go on there and then we'll put some more bonus content. I am going to have a few other bits and bobs going out there soon. Some other things. Also, when we get around to getting some merchandise together, there'll be discounts for patrons. If we're ever allowed to do shows again, you get like my proper big shows. You get discount on that as well. So it helps if you're a patron. Also, it pays Ben's family, you know, too. And again, last time you're still homeless, you're still on the street. Yeah. And you're still feeding your children regurgitated meals. Nice, and what's weird about that is he, he, he and I'm not even going to say that, it's going to be really, like, you might not be able to look at me, I was going to say he fed, no, it doesn't matter, I was going to say he fed his next door neighbour, who's also a homeless guy, in the mouth with his dick, but that's neither here nor there, but that's what you can help with if you subscribe to the Patreon for $5, and I mean, also I will be donating it to the Save Donald Trump Fund as well, to try and get Big Donnie back in his feet after him, like Ben, is homeless. Maybe you could invite him to your space along the Bangor Promenade, and you and Trump could, you know, just shoot the shit, have a good time, I'd be all up for that, it'd be nice, you could show him your, your you know, unique, bespoke ways of, of, of feeding. Um, which would be pretty, pretty good uh, as well. And as well, if you like the podcast too, you don't just have to be a patron. If you want to be stingy, if you're a tramp, fair enough. If COVID's hitching, you can't afford things, you know, you're poor or whatever, fine. You can still get this free content. That's grand. But I would appreciate if you rated and reviewed the podcast on Apple iTunes. Or even if you share it. Like a lot of people this week have been putting stuff up and, and quoting me on things I've said. Watch that because I'll, get into, I'll end up in trouble if people quote some of the things I've said. But I enjoy it. It's nice to see. It gets the podcast out there. Tell a friend. You know, maybe maybe you have a friend out there who has really had a difficult time through COVID. You know, maybe they are financially struggling. And instead of having them feel weak and, and, and put out their hand to ask for hands out, so what you can do is say, you may need a meal today, but I can give you something better. Listen to this podcast. And then they'd be like, oh, but I've had to sell my mobile phone to buy food. And you'd be like, Come to my window and I will play it on my phone out the window and you can listen in the pouring rain. Get it? It's well worth doing. But we got a new review this week and it's from Glenn K1. And his title is simple, short and simple, said great listen. Now I'm assuming it's a guy because Glenn is normally a guy's name unless it was Glenn Close, who's a female. I mean, you know me, I'm not one to, to differentiate between genders. I do, if you're a man, it doesn't matter. If you're a woman, it doesn't matter. I'm all for it. Um, and Glenn has said, came across Dave when he was in Colin's podcast. Subscribe to the show and I'm absolutely loving it. Now, didn't need this last statement, but Glenn's popped it anyway. Don't know about Patreon just yet. We'll, we'll go and have a look. You know, Glenn, listen, get on board. Come see what we're all about. And it's a it's a fun wee family. Me and my patrons have a great time. And yeah, it's worth it. So, I mean, if you don't know about it yet, Glenn, I've called you out in the podcast. Get on it. Speaking of things you need to get on, guys, look at my sponsors. This week, the Sly Guy podcast is brought to you by Bebe Adrianos, which provides good, no, it doesn't provide good, it provides great quality food using only the freshest local ingredients. Everything's prepared and cooked on scratch on the premises with burritos, fajitas, salad bowls and special box meals. There's something for everyone, all healthy and all delicious. And Ben, you know what you should fill this box with when you get a chance? A dirty cock. And cow box. Now the people are going to think that there was a time delay there. That'll be your edit. What I said was it's a it's a dirty cock and cow box. And what's, Ben, what is that I hear you say? What's a dirty cock and cow box? What's a dirty cock and cow box? No, say it again. What's a dirty cock and cow box? Say it. It's fries, sweet potato fries, Mexican chicken, marinated steak, peppers, onions, dressed lettuce, sweet corn salsa, tomato salsa, and a choice of sauce. And you know what I recommend? What sauce do I recommend? You're right, the paprika sauce. Boom. Delicious. Also, by the way, do you think I'm just the only person saying that this is some good stuff? I need to say it in an SHIT. I don't know if Bebe Adrianos want me swearing when I'm promoting them, but this is some good stuff. And if you don't trust me, They've also been nominated for Northern Ireland's Best 
Mexican establishment at the NI Food Awards, which is in January this year. So, by the way, if you haven't tried this yet, what are you waiting for? If you're in the North Down area, if you're so lucky to be within the Kingdom of North Down, like myself and the Snake Rat, get the Bebe Adriano's in Bangor. It's well worth it. If you're in Belfast, it's what, 20 minute drive? Get down. This is the best Mexican in the country. There are no walls to stop you getting from this. Just determination. Get down. Get the dirty cock and cow in your mouth and have a fucking great, great time. Really, really, really enjoy it. And not to mention that, if you're a physique guy like me as well, you don't have to just eat, you know, you don't have to just get the cheeky cheat meal food. You can get the healthy food as well because Bebe Adrianos is also nominated for the best healthy takeaway in Northern Ireland as well. And you know what that's in, Ben? The Northern Ireland. In fact, yes, I nearly said the Ireland. No, just the Northern Ireland takeaway awards. And if they win this... And they win the other. You know what we get? Our mortgages paid for a year from these guys. So get behind it. It is great. Now, all, all kidding aside, I'm losing a run on myself today. Ben said I shouldn't have drank an extra sugary coffee before the podcast. But you know what I said to Ben? Fuck you. This is what I'm talking about. And I'm telling you, it's delicious. It is nutritious. And if you haven't already, get Bebe Adriano's app. You can get 10% off your first purchase on that. Or if you want to be more like myself, you want to be personable, you want to ring up, you want to say, listen, what's this dirty cock and cow box that Dave's talking about? You phone the shop, the guys will pick up and they'll be like, this is the box of boxes. We will fill your box with dirty cock and cow. And that's all you want. So pick up the phone and dial 02891 47 That's 02891 47 Genuinely, the best burrito in, I was going to say Bangor, in Belfast, in Ballygowan, in Ballinahinch, in Bambridge, in Ballymena, in bloody everywhere, because it's bloody brilliant and it's Bebe Adriano. So get on board, try it. And when you try it, stick some stories up on Instagram, tag them, tag me, I'll share it out. And then I want you to come to me and I want to say, Dave, you're always right. And why am I always right, Ben? Because I'm the... Hashtag truth speaker. I'm always telling the truth. And you know what else is true, Ben? Shave balls are better than hairy balls. All right? And that's a fact. And this show, the Sly Guy Podcast, is brought to you in support by Manscaped, who are the best in below-the-belt waist grooming. Manscaped has taken over the world, and now it's available in Europe, which is a weird hustle, because why would you take over the world and then come take Europe after? I don't know, maybe it's like the World Cup in football is probably not actually as hard to win as the European Championships, because the standard of teams across... I'm, I'm losing you anyway. But what I'm saying is, if you haven't already, try out their Lawnmower 3.0. It's an electric trimmer that you've been missing out on. Look down at your hairy balls, look in the mirror, punch yourself in the face, because nobody needs hair on their balls, unless you've had puberty and you have to show people you're legal because in some countries you don't have ID you just whip your dick out and people are like okay if hit puberty go in drink some ouzo and have a good time this third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade it's got um this safety blade on here to stop you from nicking your balls I want you to keep smooth nuts smooth nuts smooth nuts like a baby's butt I don't know you got that and I'm telling you this is premium and I mean premium listen to this Ben doesn't that sound premium to you? Yeah. Absolutely. This baby here, 90 minutes. What what we should do in a podcast is just start this at the start of the podcast. Will this affect the sound? Just put that on the table and see if it's going for the full length of the podcast, just so you know I'm not spoofing you. It's 90 minutes. It's waterproof. You can shave in the shower. You can shave in the jacuzzi. You can shave in the sauna, in the steam room, in the swimming baths. You can jump over your fucking neighbor's wall, hop in their pond, and when they look out, they go, is that Dave from next door? And I'll be, yeah, just pulling my ball sack up really high because of old stretchy collagen free balls like Joe Biden and I'll just be cutting strips off my balls with my razor and by strips I mean hair not actual strips of skin because of the skin safe ceramic blade technology oh wow you can keep your nose and (laughs) ear hair also looking pretty great with this weed whacker as well listen Ben I've never done this before I'm just shaving my nose hair on the podcast what about that that and also it's quite tight as well it can fit up your butt nut if you want to shave your asshole hair as well (laughs) it's the ticket it's brilliant and this is what you need to take your love life and your life in general 
to the next level. Guys, get your weeds out and get fucking whacking. That is for sure. 79% of partners admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Why only 79%? Why not just round it up, manscape to 80? It's 80% of people say nose hair is stinking, so it's time to get that whacked. Both of these flagship items come inside a Manscaped performance package, and who doesn't love a package? Woo! That's right. And then with this comes the briefs. You've got ball deodorant. You've got ball moisturizer. You've got the weed whacker. You've got the lawnmower 3.0. And hey, get prepared to say shush to that bush. Vzz, get rid of it and get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code SLYGUY at manscaped.com. All capital SLYGUY at manscaped.com. It's coming up to Christmas. Don't be a dickhead. Get straight on and get your partner shave balls and dick. Get your dad shave balls and dick. Get your brother shave balls and dick. Get your sister shave balls and dick. Shave everyone's balls and dicks, please. And use the code SLYGUY at manscaped.com to make my Christmas better, to make his Christmas better, and to make your life better one more time sly guy all caps manscaped.com whoa was that the best ad read you've ever heard in your life ben i think so and listen i'm blowing my own trumpet you know why because i'm like trump i'm an egomaniac and you know what i'm not ben i'm not modest and that's who also brings you the sponsorship of this podcast modest beer is the original og this is my love this is the, the person that i used to cry over while listening to busted at school this is modest beer the first love and i love the modest are independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers also for people who aren't discerning just for people that like to drink a tasty beer they're brewed and canned here in Hollywood County Down and they're on a journey with one clear goal in mind and that's to take this podcast to the next level but also to bring exceptional brews to the local craft beer market they're not here to revolutionise the craft beer movement just to add to it with a brand that's joyous responsible honest and modest if you're keen to know more Ben what website do you go to? you go to www.modest.com beer.co.uk and if you want to know more on social media hit the wee at sign on Instagram Facebook or Twitter and just hit Modest Beer mmm should I do those reads one more time from the top Bebe Adriano get that cock dirty cock and cow in your mouth get your balls shaved and get pissed in fact do it in reverse order get pissed shave your cock and balls and then shove a dirty cock and cow in your mouth milk those udders milk those cocks Woo! Have the best time. Whoa, it's, how long have we been talking for, Ben? About three hours. Three hours. Three hours. <laughs> 40 minutes, thank you. Jack Core, who must in some ways be related to Jim Core. Sorry, Jack. Why do you think so many UFC fighters support Trump, like Masvidal? There was a rally called Fighters Against Socialism. You know what? I'm going to say, like Trump got dropped the Stone Cold Stunner, a lot of those UFC fighters have their, their brains pounded in, so their heads are a wee bit mushy and they just think Trump's a great guy. Maybe as well, they're just tough guys, they can defend themselves. They've, you know, they just they can look out for themselves. They're full of testosterone. They're, oh, they're pumped up. They probably had a sugary coffee like me before they started thinking about what they were going to say. And that's just fine. But that's where they're at. So I, I just think, you know, a lot of UFC fighters like Masvidal, they're all about cash. Like you look at Conor McGregor, you look at Masvidal, you look at these Colby Covington. He loves Trump. He's probably heartbroken right now. God love him. Um, but they're just all out there, just looking for the American dream, just looking to hit that hit that knockout punch, move to the next level, and with that next level comes more money. And Trump's the ultimate playboy. Say what you want. Hugh Hefner's dead and Trump is here. You know, and that's probably why they relate to him. And also like Trump. They do a lot of their business in their pants, so fair play. Dempster said, all right, Davey, hope all is well. Just want to make sure that you didn't have another stroke. And that was just the dentist being sly. I appreciate that, man. A lot of, a lot of love. Anyway, what's the most painful thing you've ever experienced or injury you've ever had in your short but sexy life? Um, I, I nearly read that in your short but sex life. And I was like, why, why call it a short sex life? I mean, whatever. But in my short but sexy life, the worst injury... I've ever had. I've broken some bones, but I'm hard as nails. So maybe it wasn't that. I uh, The tooth coming out is the most recent. So, I mean, that was sore at the time. But I hurt my ankle playing rugby. I remember when I was at school, and I think I, like, tore a lot of ligaments and tendons and things. And uh, actually, I think my... my <laughs> I do think my ankle disconnected from the socket. I think I dislocated my ankle, tore all my ligaments in my... Uh, 
foot and leg, went over. We actually had a had a student physio at the time, and he was like, oh, I can strap your foot up or whatever. And then he started, like, strapping my foot. And as he was strapping my foot, a doctor, one of the other guys in my team's dad is a doctor, a GP, a surgeon, actually a consultant. I believe he came over and he said, listen, I'll have a look at your, at your ankle. And he went down and the, the physio was like, his ankle's, like, dislocated. And he went, no, it's not. And he went, no, no, it is dislocated because he actually had my foot off. My foot had come off, but luckily it was still, it was still sleeved in my skin. So he was holding my foot here and my leg here, and there, there was just a wee bit of skin in between. It was very, it was very disconcerting, you know, for me to see that and um, disconcerting. I meant not disconcerting because it was very concerning, and he was doing that. But by the time he had done that, and the consultant had come over, somehow the tendons and bone of my foot had grown and connected together. And this consultant guy came over to me, and he looked, and he held my foot, and he went, "Dave," and I went, looked up. And I said yes, and he goes, "I ever seen the, ever seen the movie X Men?" I went, "Yes," and he goes, "For some reason, you have fully disconnected your foot from your body, but in some weird regenerating phase, like the Wolverine, you have rehabilitated yourself in a matter of moments." And I got up, ran out on the rugby pitch played the rest of the game. I actually kicked the winning drop goal from inside my own half. Never kicked a rugby ball before in my life. But what had happened was just the reforming of the, the tendons and bone around that just gave me a super foot. So, you know, that was my worst injury, but then turned around to be probably one of my greatest achievements. Colin Rooney has said, isn't it really sly when old people skip cues? And you know rightly that they're, they're what they're at, the bloody coffin dodgers. They throw you a wee sly look. And you know rightly that they're pissing themselves inside mentally and physically because they're being wee sly bastards. Or is that just me? I think really what's happening here, um, Colm, is you're getting at old folk. Now, what, what I want to do just for the sake of this this question is change old people to Joe Biden. And I want you to bear in mind that Joe Biden will be skipping cues because he's a pensioner and he'll be pissing himself whilst also having his wee shaky old man finger on, on the nuclear button. Not a good idea. But yeah... I find old people to be definitely very rude. You know, that's 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 something I look forward to getting old for, is just to be rude to people. Um, the rudest people of all are old, old women in holiday resorts at buffets with all their ring, rings on. Have you ever noticed that? Whenever old women go on holidays, they're like fucking Snoop Dogg. You know, they're, they're, they're blinged up. They've got all these fucking chains on. Every single ring they've ever owned. Be like, my great-grandmother gave me this ring. And it's like, yeah, but what about all the others? Oh, my great-great-grandmother gave me this. My grandfather gave me this. This is my own. I bought this myself from Claire's Accessories. They wear them all and they're blinged out because old women won't leave their jewellery at home when they go on holidays in case... There are some, like, Mexicans come and rob them, or Turkish people. Again, not me saying it. It was the woman in Specsavers that said to me, you no Turkish people are doing an awful lot of burglaries around here at the minute. I was like, oh, no. So that's what they do. And the rudest people are old women who have just all their jewellery on their hands at the same time. Never tell you the last time, Ben, that I ever I had an experience with an old woman at... <laughs> oh, well, whenever we were on honeymoon, um, obviously we just got married because why would you be in honeymoon if you hadn't so I was there and like, within the first day or two um, my wife got some sort of stomach bug so just was bedridden couldn't leave the room now the spoiler alert we had our firstborn daughter out of wedlock so not only in her behaviour but technically full bastard alright so she was with us on honeymoon just being a cock blocking bastard actually while we're at it but um, she was there and it was me and her and then my wife Catherine, she was in the room not very well. So I was just out for the day with little baby Holly, pushing her in her wee pram and all and whatever. And it got to the point we went down, walked along the seafront and came back and I was just in, in the hotel. And I was waiting on a lift and there was this old woman beside me. And as the lift came, it fell, shattered my head, I died. And then by the time the doctor came, regenerated. And they were like, have you ever seen the X-Men? I went, no, I'm joking. Gone too far with that. So I was standing there like that and... She said, you know, like, hello, how are you? And I was like, oh, yeah, not so bad. And she, I could sort of tell her looking at my wedding ring, you know, it was weird. And she's like, are you, are you by yourself? And I was, yeah. and I went, yeah, my wife's not with us. Meaning she's not, not with us. She obviously took that to mean dead. 
So I was like, oh no, my wife's not with us. And she put her hand on my arm. This is pre-COVID days, I may add. She put her hand on my arm and said, you never forget them, but it gets easier. And rather than me going, oh no, she's not with us because she's in the room because she's sick. I just went, okay. And I went and left. And that woman, any time she saw me, was just like, what a great guy. Then about a day or two later, I was in the swimming pool with my wife and, and my child throwing her about the place. We old woman came past the mobility scooter, gave me the dirtiest daggers ever. Like, you fucking, you've moved on fast, you filthy bastard. And yeah, that was that was quite the experience. But yeah, man, I'm totally behind you, Colin. Fuck old people. Chloe has said, Bonjour, Monsieur Dave. As we're nearing Christmas and buying gifts for our loved ones, my question is, what is the best and worst purchases you've ever made? Be that for someone or yourself. Well, the best purchase I ever made, I bought one of these flasks, which don't sponsor the podcast, but should. Contigo flasks, I would recommend. Like, look at the bottom of this, Ben. Can you see how damaged the bottom of this is? You know why the bottom of this flask is damaged? Because I masturbate with it and beat the fuck. No, because I actually used the break up ice cubes because, you know, I'm, I'm a wild guy. So and it still lasts and it still keeps everything really cold. So that's probably my favorite purchase. And I bought my wife one of these just randomly because I just buy her gifts because that's the only way I can get her affection is to spend money on her. So I bought her one of these and usually she hates everything about me and everything I ever buy her. But she really loved this gift. And, you know, that was the most I've ever seen a gift that's been really well received. And in return, the best gift I ever got... um. My wife just bought me some shower gel ones that I didn't expect, and I was really taken aback because it wasn't just like, you know, Redox shower gel. It wasn't like an wee pack, you know, shower gel aftershave balm, just on like a on a Tuesday afternoon or something. You know, it was just really out of the blue, and it really, you know, it's the first time I've ever broken down in tears of gratitude, and she was like, "This is the weirdest reaction ever," but I was like, "Yeah, I didn't expect it," so, you know, that's probably the answer. But for Christmas this year, Chloe definitely. You know, make sure you get your your boyfriend, your dad, your stepdad, whatever, shave balls. That'd be a good gift for me. Manscaped.com. Use the code SLAGAT. It was really creepy, so should I be Joe Biden sniff into there? Yeah, yeah. Next question. John Joe has said, Yo, David, I must be in trouble. Given that you're both a feminist guy and a bisexual, would you enjoy to see your daughters represent either Ulster Ladies or Antrim GAA? Um... Or, sorry, he spelled it correctly in the end, Antromesh. Um, you know what? I'm happy for my daughters to do whatever they want to do. You know, as long as they don't go out with a prick guy, that's about the only thing I'll have a problem with. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely like them to... You know what? I just want them to be happy. That's the main thing. I think there's too much pressure put on kids growing up. You just want them to be happy. Like, when I was younger, I wanted to be a wrestler, and then I wanted to be a criminologist. And now I just... I'm a dickhead, you know what I mean? I'm happy. Like, if I, my parents, are they proud of me? Absolutely not. But I am where I am because they supported me. Because I've always threatened that if they didn't support me, as soon as I could get them put into a home, I would get them put into the home and I wouldn't pay their fees to be at the home. So, you know what happens to old people don't pay their fees to be in the home, Ben? They get murdered by people from the Philippines and put in the green bin and disposed of. And their bodies biodegrade and they become one with the earth again. And that is the circle of life. Dara has said, ah, Balik's probably missed it. But a quick update, I did kneecap a pensioner. Hey, well, you know, that ties in well with what we've talked about so far. Dara, and I mean, realistically, if you're just dying to tell someone, maybe pick up the phone, 101, report yourself to the PSNI and get another offender off the streets. Helen has said, I mean, Helen, be a bit, be a bit, be a bit, be a bit less vague, you know. Any recommendations on something to watch? This podcast on YouTube. Get yourself over and subscribe. Um, but no, really, Helena said she's not a big fan of Game of Thrones. Couldn't get past the first episode. The first episode, you know what the first episode of Game of Thrones is called? The title of the episode? Loads of Tits. So what I'm saying is if you can't get past an episode called Loads of Tits, you're missing out. Um... So yeah, give that a go. But you loved Afterlife. That's good. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Um, thank you and hope the wee ones are doing okay. My youngest has just started P1 and I don't know myself. What I would do is go to your GP and say, I think I've got early onset dementia. And then hopefully the GP can, can look after that and slow the process down, Ellen. Because you need to know yourself. Otherwise, you're going to end up in the green bin and no one needs that. Um, Mark Beggs has said, good morning to the big booty daddy. Um, with the news of a vaccination for Corona, um, could that could be available very soon? I want to know what's your favorite sandwich. I mean, that's a great question. Um, my favorite sandwich is actually probably you know what. 
another banger establishment that that's very much named after a sunflower plant. I can't say because it's not a sponsored podcast. They do a great sandwich, which is basically tikka, cheese, and a wee bit of tobacco onions. You know why they do that, Ben? Because when I go in, I say, can you make me up a sandwich? And they go, yeah. And I go, I want some t- chicken tikka, cheese, and tobacco onions. And then they go, all right. But you know what? They're probably better sandwiches than Bebe Adriano's. So I'd say, fuck sunflower, go there better um and the last question is from somebody who should probably sue their parents because this is a shit name the triple denim disaster oh that poppy the lawnmower 3.0 is a great product but what's your thoughts on the invention of black 3.0 that's probably the follow-on to the blm movement um it's oh no it's not it's actually the blackest paint ever to exist turns everything painted into a void can you think of any such time we might need a paint this black? Well, the pictures are impressive. They are, Ben, can you put some really black things onto that? I'll, I will send you the picture that is just so black. Basically, they painted a unicorn black, and now it just looks like a shape. Not even unicorn. It's very black. They painted a mask. It just looks like a circle. <coughs> so, I mean, what I think they should do is they should take that black paint and just, you know, anybody... Anybody out there, you know, working for rival companies of Bebe Adriano's, Manscaped or Modest Beer should have this black paint poured over them. You know, if you're working in a place, just, you know what happened to me today? I got a coffee on the way here and you can tell it's still buzzing through my veins. But on the way around, you know what the guy called me at the window when I collected it? He goes, there's your coffee, sir. And what do you think about that? That's customer service. Don't call me man bro dude guy. Just call me sir. And speaking of sir, guys, I am surprised you have listened to the podcast this long. It's the end of the episode. I'm having a caffeine crash, possibly a mental breakdown. I'll be back next week. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review the podcast. Share the podcast whatever way you can. Tell somebody else about it. And check out these products. Genuinely, as well as being silly throughout the podcast, they're great products and I do stand by them. Bebe Adrianos is the best takeaway in Bangor. Travel down the Gold Coast. I'll give you free clearance into the Kingdom of North Down if you're going here. Otherwise, you're barred. And modest beer. Yum, yum, yum. And get your balls shaved, guys. This has been a Sly Guy podcast, and I need to go to my bed now. See you next week. I'm the Sly Guy.